0: Hello, I'm Jackie Rodriguez, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time, but we're making our way through. We are on episode 70 today. I'm joined by my friend, Jason. Hello. And Vanessa.
1: Hi, everyone. (laughs) Hello, Vanessa. Yes, we are here doing the (laughs) podcast. Yeah, so we're in so, the
2: same um, building, yes. but we're in separate rooms for social distancing purposes. So yeah, a we're game, but we're separated.
0: Yes, yeah, so we yeah. actually <laughs>
1: Together, but apart.
0: Together, but apart. But like I said, we're on the 70th episode. This is the one with the screamer, season three, episode 22. So it, season three is starting to come to a close. We only have three more episodes left. Um, this premiered April 24th, 1997, with 22.6 million viewers. Vanessa, want to give us a quick plot overview?
1: Why, yes. So Rachel finds out that Ross is bringing a date to Joey's opening night, and she finds one of her own. Ross tries to convince Rachel that hers is a mentally unbalanced. Meanwhile, Joey's play gets terrible reviews, but his co-star provides some comfort
2: <laughs> <laughs> That was a very good synopsis. Oh <laughs> I, I was confused about this. For some reason, when I saw the episode title of this, the one with the screamer, I was thinking Courtney Cox in the movie Scream.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know why
2: I was thinking that, but uh, the screamer, yeah.
0: Yes, but the screamer is actually played by Ben Stiller. So he goes on the date with Rachel, and initially she wasn't going to bring anybody, but when Joey asked all the friends if they needed tickets to um, his play premiere, Ross said, too, And he's like, yeah, I'm bringing somebody. And then Rachel gives this look. Rachel and Phoebe exchange this look. Oh, he's bringing somebody. He's bringing a date. And then Rachel corrects herself and says, oh, I need two, too. And then she goes, great, I need to find a date. We never know where she finds him. That's (laughs) (laughs) true. Yes. You know? But then she brings him along. And then it is revealed that he is a maddening, mad screamer dude that goes from zero to 100 real quick.
2: (laughs) So my question Uh, was, was he – famous by then already. And I guess he was. Been yes. still, so he had already done reality bites mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Z- Zoolander. He'd already done that in flirting with disaster. So I guess he was famous by then.
1: Yeah. And his wife was Christine Taylor guest starred in a, co- a few of the episodes. So yes. She stars starting the one with the ultimate fighting champion, which we haven't seen. Yeah. The one at the beach. Haven't mm-hmm. seen. And the jellyfish and she's Bonnie.
0: Yes. So actually Ben Stiller, this is his first episode. And then you'll see Christine actually this season and the next few episodes. So I wonder if Ben suggested to David Crane and Marta Kaufman and, you know, we're like, Hey, my wife is also an actress, bring her on. And they do in these next few episodes. So it's cool that it's him first and then her.
2: He looks so short standing next to Ross. Oh
0: yeah, Ross <laughs> like towers never, over him. I've never seen him in person. I don't like, know he, either. He just. Yeah. It,
2: but then they were on different steps too. Like they put mm-hmm. Ross, I mean, David Trimmer, like two steps higher than him too. So it made it worse. But yeah,
0: uh, yeah. I didn't yeah. really but, like
2: him in this. I didn't think he was that great either.
0: Really, like I think he has that look of that he has that look of a screamer, <laughs> like angry, I don't
2: know. angry New Yorker. Yeah, yeah. he has yeah. that look.
0: Yes, and so I think it fit him well, but I didn't like his character obviously because he's just cray. But like it, it, yeah. it he's he was suited well. Like I don't think John Faber could be a screamer. You know what I mean? Like he has that kind of look, and I think that's what they're looking for, and he fit the character well.
2: I guess you're right. I, I I guess I was expecting more. I was expecting more. Like remember when Brooke Shields was in the show? Yeah, she was like steam stealing and and yeah. uh, and Julia Roberts was she stole the scene when she was on there too. I just expected more from him. I think than, mm. than I got. Oh my
1: god!
2: It was more yeah. like John Traverro kind of you know. It was just someone who's on and he's just on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. But- he was just awkward like I just uh, like like if I had met somebody who was a screamer like that I don't know what I would do longer. but
0: she didn't know that at first because she didn't know that at first only Ryan right. was the only one to see it So you put and on so, a persona so, around her yes yes, and that's always so scary Is when you first start dating somebody are they really showing their true self
2: <laughs> no
0: they're not <laughs> your best self forward until you spend more time with this person like on days on end then you can kind of see like how chill they are how cool calm collective they are, how they interact with your friends and stuff. But I mean it was just strange like how he switched from one personality to the other. Like especially when he's Going so the third time Ross has an interaction with him, he's going to spill coffee on him, and outside he's screaming at some perk. Then he walks in and they talk about their favorite thing is summer. He goes, Oh, yes, yeah, like the I'll, I forget what he says, but he's so calm. And I'm like, What? <laughs> but
1: here's the thing who do you guys prefer, Eddie or Tommy? <laughs> oh.
2: Like, oh, no, <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, okay. I it's another been... example. Yeah, uh, he, uh, uh, he was great playing yeah. Eddie. Eddie was a great character, and it was, was uh, Adam. Adam was great in that, and it was stealing scenes too. And I feel like Ben yes. just didn't. It was just kind of there. You're right.
0: You're right. Adam was definitely scene stealing. Ben was not. You're going to
2: go on Friends. You got to go so hard. far.
1: Yes. But do you think they intended for him to not be a scene stealer? Like, just kind like
2: of like, yes, but yeah,
0: he was memorable, but he wasn't like
2: he wasn't likable,
0: yeah. And I think the crazy maybe people that
2: come on have been likable. Brooke Shields was crazy, but yeah. we liked her character, yeah. Eddie was crazy, but we liked him. There's still yeah. some endearment to him. He was just a, weird and weird. where did he come from? He came from nowhere. Right? We have no idea, there's ideas. no backstory about it. We don't know anything about maybe that's it. We don't know anything about him at all,
0: so we have but, no yeah. attachment to him.
2: Yeah, we have no attachment to him. We have no—I mean, she met him at the whatever or they used to, you know. Any—we don't know anything about him at all. Other than this name—I mean, he's a streamer. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's true because at least like with Eddie, we had the market. You know, like they met at the the market aisle and stuff. And we have a little bit of background. Yes,
2: yeah, we got all no. all that, and then by the—I'm uh, sorry—I don't remember the character's name with Brooke Shields that she was obsessed with. Dr. Yeah, Ramon. Erica. Erica.
0: Erica. Yeah. There you go. Yes. No, it's true. It's true. Maybe that's it is maybe he wasn't meant for us to have a sort of attachment or character development because he was just going to come into one episode so that way we, we only see him for the screaming and that's it. And that doesn't make him likable. So that's what he was there for. He has that look. He did it and he's out. And so
2: and we never see him again.
0: And we never we never see him again. Yeah.
2: Okay. We never see well, him again. I don't. I mean, Rachel didn't seem that into him anyway.
0: No, she no. didn't. But I like how Ross, again, Ross wants to prove that this guy is wrong for her. He's still pining after her. This
2: he's, right. This is his flaw.
0: Yeah. And he's jealous and yeah, exactly. His insecurity. And it's just like, and he completely forgets about his gorgeous date.
2: She was pretty. But completely. he to never tell Rachel what to think and what to how she should be. Exactly. His problem is like, I don't think you should be dating him. Well, who cares what you think?
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You have and to,
2: he has to figure out a better way of dealing with that. And that's. And he that, was right. He was right. He,
0: yeah. The way he deals with it is definitely annoying. And, and he's, he's still in love with her. He's still trying to protect her, but he has no right to, because he's not with her anymore.
1: But do you guys. Okay. But here's another thing. Do you guys appreciate it? If somebody like were to tell you like, Hey, this happened with yeah. your boyfriend or whatever, like, mm-hmm. isn't that kind of like the same thing? Yeah. Kind of warning but you if,
0: about if, it, but, but if it's a if it's a it depends who it's from as well. Because if it's an ex boyfriend, then you automatically True. go, he's just jealous. But right. if it's a friend that you like trust with their opinion, then mm-hmm. I take that into consideration. It's hard to take an ex boyfriend into consideration because they're just jealous and they still love me. You know what I mean? Good point. Yep.
2: Well, his so. credibility is gone because of the way he acted with Mark. Yeah.
0: and And because of what he did with Chloe, you know, so he there's no trust there, that's why she couldn't get back together with him. You're not the same person who I was with, you know that's what she tells him when that sad, horrible breakup episode. I mean so, I think you
2: should have talked to Monica about it, and yeah, you know, Monica can, you know help him out or you know, reel him back in believe you him, know. Believe him. You know, he yeah, needs, he needs some credibility. I know he's trying to you know make him angry make. Uh, Tommy angry, so he would yell in front of them, and it just—it's—he his intentions are good. It's just the way he
0: goes about there it.
2: There is, yeah. Um, I agree. hope he grows up some and gets over it.
0: Uh, he yeah, does. He, you see his development with this whole entire relationship throughout all ten seasons. <laughs> but I do like that how they actually saw that he was a scraper. Was he was screaming at the <laughs> chicken and the duck, who are two harmless, harmless animals that did nothing to deserve it?
2: It was hilarious. Yeah. I was like, of
0: course, it's the chicken and the duck.
2: Yeah. Yes, I'm happy the du- chicken and the duck are still around. I want them to, I'm glad they weren't a one off guest star, one, one, one episode guest star.
0: Yeah, they're around for the whole entire series.
2: So we got lots more to talk about. You know, take a quick break and we'll talk about <laughs> poor Phoebe and her customer service calls and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and Joey and Kate. Mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient.
1: Comfortable. Ah.
0: All right, and we're back. So what do you guys think about Joey and Kate? Like, they finally have a night together. And then she leaves. (laughs) But
1: it's... But it wasn't that kind of night, right? Wasn't it like a No, but
0: it was like the night where you connect with somebody and you totally like have good conversations with them and you like realize that like, oh, I could really be with this person. Like I've had those nights and it's really cool, you know, and it's like, oh, it's sweet. And, and you finally see his sweet side and then all of a sudden it ends.
2: <laughs> I think it's good development for Joey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like
2: having a night like that with a woman that didn't involve sex and Mm -hmm. having a relationship and then for her the next day to to leave and go on so he can you know move on too.
1: Even that kiss he gave her on the forehead, yeah. So cute. When did you do that? When she was leaving? No, um after they got into the apartment or her apartment and she collapses on the couch, he puts a trash can near her Mm -hmm. and then he gives her like a kiss on the forehead.
0: Oh, that's right. Because he's taking care of her.
1: But
2: I do.
0: Think I thought that, that was it. Just
1: showed like a, like a nice loyal side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, that's what
2: he He takes care of people, and he will be sweet to them. But I, I think it's also good that we think the night's over there, and then the next day we find mm-hmm. out that he hung around for a while, and she woke back up, and then they had this amazing conversation too. I like the things that they put in the show and the things they talk about that happened in, in the gaps in between too. It's very clever and we, we didn't want to hear their whole conversation we just want to know it was great yeah right
0: yeah exactly yeah yeah and then monica congratulates him you had the night
2: <laughs> my favorite thing though about the whole line though is this, we don't really know what this plays about we just assume it's some like really hard drama relationship drama uh-huh. you, know, out, you know the, the abusive relationship And then somewhere, a spaceship comes out of. I know. (laughs) And then he climbs on the spaceship to go look for whatever, explore the universe. It's hilarious. I'm like, where did that come from?
0: (laughs) I'm in 200 years from now. I'm gonna meet your kids, 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 or whatever. (laughs) That's so definitely. That's such a comedic thing to like drop in. Okay, this is a kind of a heavy moment. Where he's saying bye to her, the understudy, but he's looking at Cage right. on stage, and then it's like the ladder comes down. And you're like, what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's why I think you always have to remember about these things. You you gotta f- always flip it In comedy, yeah. I feel like that's what we've learned is you always have to flip the script or flip the uh-huh. direction that it's going. If it's getting too serious, you gotta make a joke, but. Who I mean we've been talking about the, this play has been part of the last what three or four episodes. Mm-hmm. We have no idea that it's we still I, mean, I just assume it was this like crazy hard-hitting drama, but yeah it, where do the aliens come from? I know <laughs> and that's why it gets bad reviews. you. Yeah. That's why no it gets wonder it's <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a bad idea, you know. You know yeah, you know, like and a right. close Ava- encounter sort of thing.
0: <laughs> mm. Yeah, it was it was weird. It was strange. And that's true. Yeah, like I mean, they do always flip it when it's serious. The only time that they don't is in the breakup episodes. And because that's a serious thing and that was a serious like plot for the whole entire series. So but in little moments like this, like they do always flip it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: I think that it was so funny how yeah, like you mentioned everyone got bad reviews. And Joey tells Kate that the newspapers were just jealous of her.
0: <laughs> and
1: I, yeah, thought it was funny. And then the director couldn't even read his own review because he was just upset at we're saying. And then they said Joey wasn't the worst thing in the play, and Joey took <laughs> that said- as a compliment. <laughs> yeah, he flipped it around as a positive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted to save the newspaper. <laughs> and even Estelle was there. Yes, Estelle. Estelle.
2: Yeah, I oh like yeah. To put Monica and Rachel together—that was, I think, the
1: Rachel. first time they all met. Estelle. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Another funny yeah. part of the episode: Phoebe and her phone call.
2: <laughs> I think this is hilarious, and we've all—I mean, we've all been there, right? Yes. Oh Maybe my gosh. Been for forty-eight hours, but of course they take the story and they exaggerate. But we've all been that frustrated, like, when am I ever gonna get? We're yes. not ever going to get through to this. Meeting? How long do I have to sit and wait? Customer service sucks.
1: Yes, yes. Oh I my feel like you goodness. have to dedicate, yeah. You have to dedicate like 20 minutes of your day to a call, hoping that it doesn't last longer. And in some cases, <laughs> it does. It does. It's worst. Worst. And the worst is when you have to like keep pushing buttons and it doesn't get you to like a spokesperson or a, a representative and you just press zero for this issue. Then press yeah. zero if you want it in English. Press yeah. oh, five gosh. if it's regarding this particular it's like, uh stop. Just yeah. get me to talk They've
0: to someone. Yeah. Or people where you can leave your phone number and they they'll call you back. But like For me, I have like a an app that kills robocalls, and so sometimes it doesn't work out for me because they'll call me back, and I'll be like, "Oh no, that went to silent. Oh no!" Like, (laughs) so I've just been staying on the line and just do other things. Like I'll do the dishes while it's on speakerphone. I'll do things like.
2: The (laughs) worst is when you finally get a person, and then oh, I'm not the right person, let me transfer you to the other Uh, person. And you got to sit out there on hold again, waiting for the next person. That makes me crazy.
1: Yes, horrible. it is horrible. (laughs) But now I feel like with social media, especially Twitter, it's gotten a lot better. Like usually I'll just send them a message and Mm -hmm. I'll handle it that way. Like I remember somebody hacked my my Netflix account um, and I was like, I'm not gonna call, I'm just gonna go on Twitter. And I resolved it in like five minutes
2: so did you tweet them or did you message them on twitter
1: i messaged them
2: so i said
1: hey right no i if they don't have that option to message then i'll put the little period and then i'll tweet them and then i'll tell them my issues so not everyone can see ah so yeah yeah but yeah so uh, but phoebe was such a trooper i commend her for staying on the line being determined to talk to someone and giving it her all. I love you for
2: that. You talk about uh, just keeping busy while you did it. I love that she changed Monica and and, and, uh, <laughs> and Rachel's bedrooms. All. <laughs> you, you, they walk into their rooms and they walk out with this odd look on their face. Oh right? what? What, what? What's going on?
0: <laughs> and it's never addressed either, like afterwards, if they switch their own rooms back, too. It's never addressed. <laughs> it's just like... All right, the, this is the rooms, you know, it's, it's silly. It's funny, but I mean, what else are you going to do? You know, she's like playing with yarn and stuff, <laughs> but I wonder why they had to have her storyline stay home. Why did they have to have her stay home?
2: Well, I think Phoebe was the only one who could have like persevered. But then when she puts the sweater on and gets her head stuck in there, we've all had that <laughs> moment of panic too. If I put the phone down, I'm going to lose them. I'm going to miss the call. And she have your head stuck in the sweater. I thought they did a really good job of, you know, personifying and showing that panic that we all have had at a moment, like, oh my god, I'm going to miss the call after I've been here for hours and hours and hours. It was
1: also funny when uh, she didn't know that she could put the phone on speaker and Monica does it and she looked at the phone and Phoebe was so surprised yeah. at that, you know, outcome.
2: Yes, technology definitely surprises Phoebe. Yeah. And that's what she would be like now.
0: Oh, I know, like posting and Instagram and... And Twitter and everything now. I'm sure, yeah, yeah. But Charlisa Kudrow does have, does have Instagram. But yeah, Phoebe, I don't know if she would. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know
2: if Phoebe would like social media or not. That's a good question. We should ask if we have the writers on, and we should ask them that question. What would their what would their uh, socials be like? All the different characters.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you guys have any favorite lines? Uh, Oh no, I didn't.
2: No, my favorite moment was when the play turns out to be about alien abduction or
1: same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. I, that was my favorite part. And it was almost like Joey's relationship with his, his co-star was like the soap opera in itself.
2: That's yeah. true. That yeah. that would have been a better play. Yes. Right.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. That's
0: true, that's true. Than the alien abduction. Even the way they talk to each other. Where are you going? I was
1: like, <laughs> Oh yeah Yeah, but no no favorite lines either um yeah good episode another one bites the dust and another
0: one is coming up because we have way more episodes to go coming up for the next episode friends and friends ross has a thing on his backside and phoebe falls for two guys which is hilarious if you like this episode subscribe give us five stars and leave nice comments keep them coming we'll read them out Out loud. Check out
2: our Instagram, Friends with Friends Podcast. It's pretty good.
0: Yay. Until next time. Bye.